And now, for those remaining... All right. It's time. I'm always the girl with Princess Peach. Yes, and yeah. I always have her in a nice little car. I always win, though. Time for that stretch you've been wanting. Are you feeling some feelings so... that you shouldn't be feeling about me right now? <laughs> I think what you really... And so much more to tempt any taste... In Waterbury area, we don't do that because you'll probably get shot, so... <laughs> we now know, after 18 years of wondering, what were Tupac's final words? You'll be notified in plenty of time when the next show is about to begin. I know what his last words weren't, which was you missed. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to the back row. My name is Rui Pinho. I'm Keith Thomasak. And I'm Rich Warren. Let's get started. Well, Rich... How about how about this? Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about your week? It seems like you've um, yeah. oh god, the people really want to hear that. Don't they have enough of their own problems? No, no. You know what? It's 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 what's going on. It's what's real. So uh, you know, it's going on. What's real? Um, people have problems. For people who are listening to us right now, uh, Rich is not in the studio. He's currently over Skype, and uh, there's a reason for that. I mean, inevitably, he will be he will be moving. He will be leaving us. But, um, but God damn you! I know. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> um, but tell us tell us why you're over Skype today, and uh, we'll. we'll go we'll go from there yes all right so the reason why i'm not in the studio this week for the last three of us in the studio hurrah is because my long distance car has gone to the great beyond i got a frantic call from my wife went out to check out the car she said it was really hot the car was lurching although i should have realized it has nothing to do with an overheating car and uh well long story short I finally think to check out the transmission. I checked the dipstick. It is bone dry. So, like, okay, I'm first, let me, before I even go any further, I am not a car person at all. And you guys are going to fully understand that when you hear the story. I'm an idiot when it comes to car. I probably shouldn't even be driving them. (laughs) Anyway, the dipstick is bone dry. Right there, that's a red flag. Okay. But being that, these cars are older because I also have this old Subaru. You know, they burn oil. So my thought was, oh, you know, maybe it burns a little transmission fluid or something. And I don't ever think to check on it. So it just needs more transmission fluid. So I go to the gas station. I buy some transmission fluid overpriced, of course. Because if you're buying it from them, you're desperate. They got you. I buy two. I put them in the car. Doesn't even make a difference. I go back, I buy two more. These are like $4.30 a piece now. So now we're, we're $8. I buy two more. We're at $16. The dipstick is just starting to hit the tip of the red. Start driving the car. All right, you know, I don't even want to go into this whole thing. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> I, I just, I can't, I can't go through this again. Let's just put it this way. I'll, I'm going to spare everybody. Here's the bottom line. I managed to get the car to a parts store after it's slipping in and out of gear. I have put all this money in transmission fluid. I bought more transmission fluid. I look under the car. Now, I had overfilled the the uh, the water coolant reservoir because it's old and it's clouded over. I couldn't see how much. So I saw water spilling out of the overflow valve. So there's liquid pouring out from under the car. But I'm assuming at this point, it's water and antifreeze. Okay? And, and because the car is old and the radiator has never been flushed, you know, it's like a brown chocolate milk rusty looking water Yummy. and that's what i'm seeing under the car okay i'll never drink chocolate so, milk again <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at the parts store and i'm you know i'm still buying transmission fluid 
because to flush an entire transmission, it takes 12 quarts. I've already put like nine quarts in this thing. But me, because I'm half Polish and I'm an idiot when it comes to cars, like I'm thinking, well, it must really be low on transmission fluid. I go into the lady and I'm, and I'm <laughs> the lady at the counter is like, you're putting in that much and it's still not making a difference. And her thought was, oh, no, a leak can't be that bad. <laughs> the woman I, knows better. <laughs> oh, then that's, that's not a dig against women. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then and then uh, one thing that I that I did not know is that uh, it matters what transmission fluid you put in your car. By the way, it matters. Oh boy. I didn't know that. I was just throwing whatever the store had because I was desperate. Come to find out, you know, I was putting in the wrong fluid, which may or may not make things worse. But I think in this case, it was. A moot point because I put in this transmission fluid. I'm at this. I'm at the store, right? I my wife's in my other car waiting for me. I'm like, wait here. I'm gonna go for a test drive. I'm driving it around. The car's driving good. It's shifting. It's staying in gear. Everything's great. I go around the block a little bit. You know, I, I go to pull into a driveway to turn around. Then it kind of slips going into reverse. I'm like, eh, it's not a big deal. You know, it's happened before. Not a big deal. I come back into the parking lot and as I'm driving in, I see a trail. Of liquid from where I did my K turn, and I see a trail of liquid of which driveway I left, and I'm seeing a little trail, and then where I parked the car, I see that big pool of chocolate milk, and I take a closer look at that chocolate milk, and it's not so chocolatey anymore. It's kind of red, really, really red. Your car is bleeding. The yeah. transmission, <laughs> but I still tried driving it. Now the car is smoking like a mother. It is smoking. People are beeping. They're trying to stay away from me. I made it to like a Walgreens parking lot where I just parked the car and I and I just let it die. Big pool. Like I'm, I'm like, please let the tow truck come. The property owner comes out here. But yeah, like the transmission is like cracked. It's not even worth it. I mean, I think the car might be worth like two grand, and a transmission is going to be anywhere from like seven to nine hundred dollars, not even including labor. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, so that not that's. That's the car. I'm two weeks away from moving, so uh, when I'm when I'm done, you know, with us this this morning, I'm gonna go out and try to find a car real quick. So, uh, I mean, Rich, uh, does this put any type of damper on on your plans to move? Or... Yeah, does this push it back at all? Oh yeah, or... no, no, it's, it's I can't push it back. That's why it's just another. It's an extra level of panic, is what we have here. It's, it's bad been... enough to have to move in general, then to have this pressure on top of that that really kind of puts an extra layer that you don't need and nobody needs i i don't know how you're gonna do it. i i i envy you i, I no, no. would never want to be you at this point to have to deal with any of that i hate moving in general but this is to move from state to a different state i've never done it don't think i'd want to do it i can't imagine going through all this and Ooh. having car problems so yeah Man. what's uh what's gonna happen with your uh wall of wonderfulness back there like have you packed? i'm surprised it's not packed yeah it looks, it looks oh no i i should have started much much earlier like i'm in i i'm gonna just i don't even know if i'm gonna sleep for the next two weeks and i need so many more boxes yeah i'm a little concerned but um when's your last day at your regular jo your job now uh, August 8th. So okay. I've got a week after that because okay. that's sad, I think, is when we're actually going to be going. All right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, good, you have no good, idea what I good have luck. the back. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Okay. man. We've got, if everyone could the, actually the see of, what the he wall has. of metal CDs, okay, we've got all those. 
I don't know if you can see the wall of oh, board games, games I have yeah. over there. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I've got oh, that's all full of my old role-playing games. Uh notice a dark tower on top. I'm very proud of that. Um <laughs> ogre and We should have done this from the on the game show. The <laughs> Air Raiders. I, I got so much. I I just it's it's I look like a hoarder right now, okay? Well, yeah, I like a hoarder. You know, the funny thing is, I was going to say, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, you know, however few they are, um, <laughs> what we are witnessing right now is quite literally Very a, much. a hoarder's episode. It, well, There's at least four dead cats in this room. Well, wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him credit because hoarders is like they just throw things around. He's actually got it very neatly yeah, he, done. He's a very organized hoarder. Oh, a very organized hoarder. <laughs> Definitely. Like, like do that do they actually make like like are are there actually like organized hoarders like you know, if, just if they're, cataloged if everything they own they just don't throw it all out right if never see, there was one this, it would be him see this, this was your path to the rich warren's 80s museum you're done off the guest list there keep talking <laughs> <laughs> See, what you're looking at right now is a napkin from 1985 that I uh, used in, in a bar when I saw Molly Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a 1983 scrap electronic game that I just got for $2.99. <laughs> I know, I got to stop buying stuff, too. It's crazy. <laughs> you got to stop referencing to things that, like, our listeners can't <laughs> see. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. You guys don't even know what Scrabble is anymore. After... Hey, oh, so, wait, wait. I, I take that back. Right. I know. Because so, so, you can play Scrabble on uh, online now. Is so. that is that like Words with Friends? Yes, exactly. That's is all that... it is. That's all it is. It's totally like Words with Friends. I can't believe how stupid people are. <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta play words with friends. How about Scrabble? I wanna play that old stupid game. <laughs> Freaking idiots. You mean I gotta do the math myself? It's not hide and go seek, it's seek and go hide. Oh, that's totally different. Oh, in that case. When you find when you see me, I'll hide. Okay, it's um... You know what? I've got something. God. What is the deal with Justin Bieber and uh, Orlando, Orlando Bloom? Bloom. I know. What is up oh, with I heard that? Something roughly about that. Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, did this even happen? It. Well, here's here's the thing. Right. I um I watched the video. What? Um, but the video is so. It's somebody's it's, iPhone. Someone's iPhone. Um, you barely see what's happening, but what it looks like is there's Justin Bieber being a douche, and then there's what else is new? And then there's Orlando Bloom being a douche, and Orlando Bloom goes to punch Justin Bieber, and that's kind of the only part of the video. You don't see the fallout. At least you know, at least the video that I've seen didn't show the fallout. Uh, now I'm very conflicted because. Um, I, I, you know what? Seeing Justin Bieber get punched, that's fantastic. That's awesome. It's, it, I'd pay to see that. But that being <laughs> said, view. you know, that kind of makes me feel a little, uh, a little less for, uh, for Orlando Bloom. Uh, mainly because the, the the whole the whole thing is they're they're arguing over uh, Miranda Kerr. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, now, it allegedly. Allegedly, because no one's really said whether or not Justin Bieber actually slept with Miranda Kerr, but that is the reason why Orlando Bloom lost his. You know, Orlando Bloom no longer dates Miranda Kerr. This, so that's this is what a, I'm this saying. This is an I ex-girlfriend. I don't understand why it was relevant to even get involved. At I that think point. I think what had happened, at least from what I've heard, is that 
the reason it blew up to what it was was that Justin Bieber pretty much went up to him and was like, ha ha, you know, your girl is with me now. And I'm, I'm banging you know, your chick. I'm banging your chick. Rats and chick. Orlando Bloom is like, the fuck you are. And like, you know, went to punch him. Um, I, I just want to put it out there. You know, what the hell is up with just Justin Bieber? Why is he still relevant? Relevant. Mm. Why are we still giving him the time of day? Rich, because we love to hate him now. Yes. <sighs> we love to hate him. And so everybody follows him around and follows what he's doing because any stupid move that he'll make, everyone's going to hate it and hate on it. So, yeah, you're right because we hate him. But isn't that unfortunate? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, you're right. It's unfortunate of- for him. Part of me loves to hate him. Part of me loves the fact that we're talking shit about Justin Bieber. But why is that the nature of, of, of fame? Why why is it that instead of fading off into obscurity, he's probably the only way that it's ever going to end. The only way the Justin Bieber train is ever going to stop is if he somehow either dies or, or, or ends up in jail. And even then, even then, he'll either become like the... the story of someone who died tragically or the guy who ended up in in jail due to fame you, you get what i'm saying like yeah like the only maybe he'll just fade away like leanne rhymes did thank god for that huh i don't you is, know... is she gone i mean I, I have you really heard anything about her in the media no th- that's not, true not really but maybe a lot of times people you know they i'm not blue about up. that <laughs> I, I can tell <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I can see that how people will kind of fade into you know regular life because it's it ends up being easier for them. Also, a lot of times it's just because you're not hearing things on the entertainment news about these people, but they're still touring, they're still doing their own yeah. thing. It's just you're not hearing about it, so she could still be out there doing her thing. The well, best... she was just on a television show just recently. It was kind of funny and kind of sad because she was on um, I think it was E the E Network or whatever with um what's her name there with the she's really scrawny and has that crazy last name now juliana rancic yeah there you go see he knew anyway they were interviewing leanne rhymes and i and i guess her husband i would imagine boyfriend whoever and it's so sad because i don't know what's more sad the fact that leanne rhymes is excitedly talking about that burger press that makes the pocket so you can add your fillings (laughs) (laughs) and she was all excited about it or the fact that juliana rancic there had absolutely no idea what she was talking well, about. Well, she's so skinny she wouldn't need it. That's why she would never know what it was. Actually, she made a joke about that herself. She goes, I've been told I need to eat a burger, so maybe I should look into this. <laughs> wow. Like, I love it when people can actually make fun of themselves. I, I thought that was actually quite funny. You know, it's funny because I hated her at first. I, I, I did not like her. She seemed very uppity, very snooty. And as time has gone on, and I watch Fashion Police on Friday nights with Joan Rivers, and, and she's on it. And You at, would. I told every Every Friday, believe I know. Well, you know, <laughs> the truth comes out today. Uh, yeah, and so I've she's gained more respect with me as far as, or I've gained more respect. I don't know how you want to put it, um, but I she's she's extremely funny. 
she's an extremely funny gal, and I I, I, I like her. Hmm. I don't like Fashion Police. I get annoyed at Kelly Osborne. I just want to slap her most of the times. I I, uh... I don't watch it often. I've only seen it once or twice. But for some reason, with her and her purple hair, I don't know. Not that it's yeah. her hair that has anything to do with it. Just her whole attitude about her. The, pur- I... the purple hair is a little much these days. It's like, okay, we get it. You did it. Now go back to something else. I am so glad that I'm the only one here that hasn't watched Never this. watched it. Never. <laughs> oh. And I will never not not even for the sake of the show i will not watch fashion police i watched it last speaking night speaking of kelly osborne who had a a role on Sharon. this phenomenal movie did you guys sharknado have to too. sharknado 2 <laughs> knew you were going there oh, <laughs> i did she was not the watch airline it. attendant she was the stewardess and apparently her head got ripped off yes <laughs> yes i heard about it and you know what's the greatest thing okay i take it ruby you did not watch this no no I did not. If there was You're not one, one thing of the about like Sharknado million two people that I, that, did. <laughs> that I absolutely loved was at one point when they're going through the city, they got a taxi. They they hailed a taxi, and the taxi driver was actually that main character from the television show Taxi back in the day. <laughs> that really dry comedian. I, I can't remember his name. Was it Judd Hirsch? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he had that really deadpan, dry commentary about everything. Yeah, there was that was one Judd, episode Judd he was Hirsch. complaining about all the apples being mushy out of the vending machine to which I always thought who the hell would buy an apple out of a vending machine that's just disgusting Mm -hmm. I don't even like buying potato chips out of a vending machine let alone an actual piece of fruit that can go bad you gotta be kidding me they were simpler times back then you know (laughs) they 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 had although I hear Walmart can actually sell ice cream sandwiches in vending machines now no no refrigeration needed that's right (laughs) but yeah Sharknado 2 It it was just as awful as you imagined it would be it was predictable. It was campy. It it was what it was meant to be. I it was terrible. It, I heard it started out. There, it just kind of started. There was no storyline really at all. It just kind of started. All the, it was all the little things in the cameos, like the the pilot of the airplane was Stryker from the movie Airplane. It was that actor. <laughs> it was amazing. And they actually made a comment. They actually said, like, the, the co-pilot, they were talking about um uh what they're going to eat, and he actually made a comment about having the fish. Because remember, that's what got everybody sick yep. on the plane. Wow. It was, there was all these little jokes and cameos. And I have to go got, It's terrible, it, but it's meant to be terrible. You got to watch it. It was, it was, it was what it was. You, you, you watched it going, oh, my God, that was so well, awful. I think that but at was, the same time, it was almost good because it was so awful. I think they probably did that because they knew the first one, everyone was like, whatever. And the second one just kind of had to be campy and just over the top. And they knew it was just going to be a, just a comedy at this point because... <laughs> Well, you also have to understand, though, that when sci-fi makes all their their shark the puss and all their horrible movies, they know that the CGI sucks. They're not. Oh, yeah. They don't think they're making million-dollar movies. They know, and they're deliberately making them campy. It's it's they've they've even addressed it. They said it's basically their tribute to the to the B movies of the fifties and the sixties and everything. It, it's their modern spin on that pulp fiction kind of uh, genre. I don't know if pulp fiction's the right, but you know what I'm getting at. You yeah, know? no, no, I get you. I get you. Uh, well, it, they're, they're kind of going for the so bad it's good 
you know exactly and i i find it interesting that we kind of live in that in that time where you know there's good film and then there's the so bad it's good film like a snakes on a plane or the room or sharknado one and two i i just i i just wonder whether or not there's a point where too much is too much like will will we will sharknado three just jump the shark you know so to speak like <laughs> pardon the pun pardon the pun <laughs> you know you know what though will they do a sharknado 3 i you know <laughs> I, might, would, I would assume that they would have to i got a feeling sharknado is gonna become the sci-fi version of friday the 13th i got a feeling they're gonna keep on going with these as I long as people feeling. still watch them yeah no no no, no. I, I, I think people are gonna watch them just to see how bad it's going to be yeah you now it's no longer just watching it for entertainment in the movie itself it's more of a let's make a joke about this let's see how many like references we can see what they're trying to put into this movie but you yeah, know but the, the unfortunate thing here's where i think it'll jump the shark so, you know, so just, to, just to use that again i wouldn't put it past hollywood in general to go these movies are popular on sci-fi let's do a reboot but let's do a really good oh, God. theatrical bay like oh, a God. michael you bay know. sharknado and and i think that's when it'll that's when it'll kind of blow up in their face because i don't well, think anyone really wants a serious but i i wouldn't put it past or if they the, got better cgi i think that would probably ruin it too because then people would be then like, the appeal is gone yeah it's like, it's you like know? well now it's too good blah <laughs> now it's too <laughs> but, good but once again i almost have to give uh, more credit to sci-fi and sharknado because it is what it is they're not pretending to be something that they're not and my opinion about movies today and i find this very disappointing is number one and especially someone like michael bay i believe that the majority of not all of them but the majority of movies are depending way too heavily on special effects for the basis of their movie and this isn't fair in 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 the capacity but like transformers the storylines are absolutely terrible but you're just mesmerized by the transformations how it looks like the robots are real and all the combat and everything another thing you know so if you denied these directors special effects and cgi would they be any good i mean i know a director just arranges the movie they don't write the storylines but i think it's the special effects writing the movies and not the special effects going with the storylines you know what i mean all right i guess that's just gonna about do it for this podcast i'm rich warren Rui pinho and i'm keith thomasak and this has been the back row follow us on facebook.com slash back row podcast follow us on twitter at back row pod and please leave us some feedback let us know if we're doing good if we're doing bad or if you have a suggestion for a future show you're listening to the back row